Sota Daf Chet and Tet, Tet Amud Aleph. It's not yours. Anotein enav b'mashe'eno shelo. So today, because it's, um, not because, it just happens to be uh, Pesach time, I've got the most amazing gift for you from the Torah for Pesach. Because Pesach, the avoider of Pesach is to find freedom, not from Paros thousands of years ago, and not from Mitzrayim thousands of years ago. Based on the Ibn Ezra that we learned yesterday, I think it was, the the, the biggest avdus that we struggle with, the biggest slavery that we struggle with is our slavery to our own addictions. And if we're talking about chirut as an avoider, what do we need to focus on on Pesach? What do we need to free ourselves from? We need to free ourselves from ourselves. Nobody else is holding us hostage. Nobody else is enslaving us. We, we, we talk about the fact we have freedom today, we have freedom. We don't. We have terrible slavery today. But the, the slave master is us. And freeing ourselves from ourselves is much harder than freeing ourselves from other people. And, and today we'll learn a, a, a whole a, approach. I, I, I've, I've got to tell you, I genuinely feel so bad for people who don't have access to, to what we're accessing in the Torah. And, and I appeal to you to share Shirim like this with people who you think will appreciate them. Not everybody is into this kind of thing, obviously. But if you know people who do, it's as to, to me, firstly, it, when I was working on this this morning, it was talking to me. It's exactly what I needed this Pesach. And, and I know that if it's something that, that I need, the chances are it's something that, that other people need as well. And the principle is that everything you need, talking about what we need, everything you need and everything you crave is already within you or you can, or you can get it, you can acquire it. There's nothing that you need or need to crave that isn't either already within you or you can't acquire. Let's have a, let's have a look at the Gemara. The Gemara on Davches talks about Mido Keneged Mido. Mido She'adam Modeid Ba Modedim Lo. Mishnah the, towards the bottom of Davches Amud Beis. And then goes into a whole discussion of the Soito and how, how she experiences the opposite of everything she tried to accomplish. And then the Gemara takes that idea further in, in the Brysa and the Tosefta at the bottom of Tessa Mudalif. Sota Natna Eina Bemisha Enora Uila. The Soito attached her eye to somebody who wasn't right for her, wasn't fit for her. She biksha lo Uila. Mashi biksha lo nitanla. What, what emerges then? What she left with? So here we're getting, what, what's to learn from Soita? We're not Soitas. Our wives aren't Soitas. Our daughters aren't Soitas. Soita doesn't apply today. What are we learning here? Here we've got the essence of Soita. What are we meant to learn from this? What is she left with? What she was after, she doesn't get. And what she had, she loses. That's what happens here. And here the Tosefta changes the language a little bit. And therefore, anybody who applies their eye, who goes after something which isn't theirs, you don't get what you chase and you lose what you've got. It's an unbelievable principle. You know, when we learn Torah, it's really important that we understand that, that 
Well, one has to spend a few moments before you open the Gemara, before you open the Sefer, just to understand you're learning Torah Hashem. You're learning Torah Chaim. You're learning the Emes. This is not like reading an, a blog on the internet. This is not like getting somebody's opinion. Once it's in the Gemara and it's been there for thousands of years and it's been learned and absorbed and, and checked and questioned and interrogated by the greatest minds of the world and the greatest Tamil Chachomim of the world for centuries and centuries, over and over again until our day, this is Emes. We te- we're dealing with, with truth. This is not some psychologist giving some good idea. The truth is, if we go after something that isn't ours, we lose what we got, what we've got. We don't get what we chase, and we lose what we've got. That's an axiom. That's how the world is built, and that's what Masech the Soto is about. That's what the Pasha of Soto is about. And and by the way, just on the question of why there's not a sort, I think we've we've coined a new Hebrew word, a sort. Why there's only a satan and, no, and there's no sort. What about he? He also went after a woman who wasn't fit for him. She's a married woman. So why does he lose nothing? He carries on life as, he, as was before. What, what, what is that? And we don't have time to get into the full details of it. We will during the Masechta. We have already a little bit. But the idea here is quite important because she goes after somebody who is not fit for her. In other words, there's nothing she can do about it becoming fit for her. The, the barrier is in her. She's a married woman. Yes, if her husband divorced her, then she could marry this guy if they hadn't had an affair in the, in the meanwhile. But she can't do anything about it. Her husband has to divorce her. So from her perspective, it's Enora Ula, there's something in her that makes this unattainable in her present state. In the her of today, it's unattainable. In the him of today, it's attainable. He's allowed to have more than one wife. True, she's got to go through a divorce, but in him there's no barrier. There's nothing in him that makes it impossible. So if you understand this line of Gomorrah to be the, the essence of, of what Soto is, you understand why there isn't a Sot. There can't be a Sot. There can only be a Sota where, where what she's after is impossible for who she is and where she is at that given, at that given time. Says the Maharal that... When you want something that isn't yours, you are exposing the vacuum within you. Just imagine what this is. Each one of these little phrases you can sit and and reflect on and think about and work on for for days and days. If, If you're pursuing something that isn't within you, it exposes the fact that there's nothing within you. Because if you are complete and you can feel your completion, why would you want something that isn't part of your completion? If you are whole, what are you missing? If you want something that isn't within you, then you're not understanding your own wholeness. And the work is get into your wholeness, understand your wholeness. It's not about stop wanting to want. It's get into in touch with your own wholeness, with who you are in Shlemut. He's a Baal He's a, a master of nothingness. A master of vacuousness. What a phrase. A person who craves something that isn't his, in other words, an addict, or anybody who's obsessed with things that aren't theirs, that doesn't mean you can't have ambition. We'll see in a moment where ambition comes. But if you crave something that isn't yours and that you're not willing to work for, to acquire in a legitimate way, 
That's a baal heder. You are a master of vacuousness. And if you are vacuous, you'll lose even what you've got because there's nowhere for it to attach. There's nowhere for it to stay. If you are a, a bal heder, then then you'll then you'll get heder, you'll get vacuum. He called bal taava who bal chisaron. Everybody who suffers from a craving is suffering from a vacuum, and the way to fix a craving is to fill the vacuum. It's not to pursue the craving or to or to just fight the craving. It's to fill the vacuum. It's to understand the vacuum. Here comes a michtav melio, a piece of Rebbe Avraham Desler. Now again, as I said, we're talking about about the Torah, about Rebbe Yehuda Desler. The, we're talking about the Torah and 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 Torah's emes and Torah's chaim. Just think for a moment who Rebbe Yehuda Desler is. Rebbe Yehuda Desler is a great grandson of Rebbe Yisrael Salanta. He he is a uh, a, a nephew of of Rebbe Chaim Grudzinski. He is a he marries the, the granddaughter of the altar of Kelm, of Reb Simcha Zissel, who he regards himself as a close Talmud. He's the essence, he's right at the core. And he was a businessman until he came to England. When he, when he f- went to England before the war, that was the first time he became a rov in London, and then he went to Gateshead and became involved in the, in the Gateshead Kodal and establishing what is Gateshead today. Now look what Rabbi Leo Desla says. When I discovered this Rabbi Leo Desla, I got up and danced. Now what, what, what a discovery. This is in a little comment, in a, a, a note that he writes at the back of Chelek Gimel of, of Mechtav Melio. A person cannot connect to anything that is outside of him. You're wasting your time trying to connect. If it's outside, there's no connection. You can only connect with what's inside of you. My goodness, how many articles you could write? Books, psychology books on that statement alone. A person can only connect with what's inside them. And therefore, this is built on the Maharal. If there's vacuum inside you, you can't connect to anything. And only something that you have invested in, that's what kana means, something that you have invested in to the point that it is part of you, that's really yours. Therefore, all your ambition has to be focused. Focus on what's inside you. Don't focus on what's outside of you. All your ambition should be on what's already in you. And there you should focus everything you want because you will find everything you want within you. Focus it within, don't focus it without. Again, built on the Maharal and the Maharal built on this piece of Gemara. You see the whole philosophy building up from, from the Chumash, Pasha Saita. What is the essence? What's the Neshama? What's the soul of Pasha Saita? The Gemara and Daftes tells us how do you understand that the essence of, of Pasha Soto? The Maharal tells us. What's the meaning of the Maharal? Rabbi Desla tells us. And that's the meaning of the Gomorrah and Yuma, which, which Avdesla quotes, where Ben Azai says, uh, They'll call you by your name, and they'll put you in your place to sit. And they will give you, Hashem will give you what is yours. Nobody can take something that belongs to somebody else. 
and one malchus, one empire, whether it's a business empire or a political empire, can't take away from another even one little bit. Everything is, is yours. And, and the beautiful Rashi's that explains ex- exactly what that is. You can't get what belongs to somebody else. Hashem gives you what is yours. Now, the Rebbe gives us, the Torah gives us an amazing chesed. You can expand what is yours. It's true that the potential for everything that is yours is you're born with. You've got that from the beginning. Just like a seed has everything that the tree is going to be. In the seed, it's there. A little animal is born in the embryo. Everything it's going to be is there. A human being, everything that he's going to be or she's going to be is, is there already. And yes, whether it's going to be a Yorish or a lot, not as we learned, that's something that he, can still, that he can still choose. But all his potential is within him. There's nothing that he's going to need that isn't already within him. However, we can acquire. It's true, you can be ambitious and you can acquire. But how do you acquire? You acquire through Kinyan. And what does Kinyan mean? It's an acquisition, it's a pur- pur- it's purpose. I, and I almost always translate Kinyan in Halakha, in, in Cheshun Mishpat, in, in every area, always as investment. Ha'isha Niknes, there are three ways that a woman can be invested in. That whole first mission of Kiddushin, as we'll get to soon, changes its meaning. Instead of saying acquired, a woman can be acquired. Don't acquire a woman. You invest in a woman. The outcome of investment is what? What happens when you've invested in something? It becomes yours. And it fits into this category that we're talking about in Soito. But there's no other way to make something yours other than investing. And investment requires cost. Investment requires pain. Investment means you're taking something that is yours and you're putting it into something else. And therefore the Medrash says about, about, Paro, about Yosef, Everything that Yosef got from Paro was not a gift from Paro. Everything he got was his. He invested effort in that. His resistance of his Yetzirah to the to Eshet Potiphar. The, the difficulty, the hardship in holding himself back, a young man under those circumstances, that opportunity that he had at that moment and to hold back, that was investment. Sometimes you invest by what you do and what you give, and sometimes you invest by what you hold back from doing and giving. That's also an investment. And the Medrash goes on step by step to show that every bit of COVID that Yosef got, Yosef got because of the effort that he had invested in that very middle, in that very quality, the wealth he got, the power he got, the chokhmah he got, all of that he had invested in. Exactly the opposite of the Soto. She invests in, in the opposite and, and, and loses everything. Yosef invests in what is potentially within him. She invests in what is not potentially within her. And that's what we learn from there. To, to waste your investment on things that are not part of your potential, you lose what you've got and you don't gain what you're pursuing. And Pirkei says, Even Torah, Nikneis ba'arba'u shmoined vorim. There are 48 investments you can make in, to, in Torah. They're all hard. They all take effort. They all, inquire, they all require something of you. But that's what investment means. So now we're positioned with an understanding. Either whatever you need, you've got. Or whatever you need, you can acquire if you're willing to invest. And that's what you've got to ask yourself. Am I willing to invest and able to invest? So the sota 
She tries to invest in this man, but that's wasted investment. You're investing in something that cannot be yours. If you invest, if you're investing your effort in something which in potential can never be yours, you lose what you've got and you don't gain what you're pursuing. So you've got a question, is this something which is even potentially mine? The, um, uh, 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 I was talking to somebody, to a client last night, whose, whose daughter was just very, very disappointed. She applied to many universities, a brilliant girl, and she didn't get into any of the Ivy League universities she applied. She was going through, through, through disappointment with that. And he said, I've got no difficulty with my own children or anybody else to tell them when they're after something they can't get. They don't have the talent. They don't have the, the environment. They don't have the circumstance. They don't have the, the brains for it. I'll tell them. It's beyond, this is beyond you. There's a lot which is not beyond you. And this is part of this, this Gomorrah is understanding those limitations. There are some things which are a norshelo. There are some things that are not yours. They're not yours in actual and they're not yours in potential. But there's a whole lot of other things that could be yours. The Torah can be everybody's. Anybody who wants it can get it if you're willing to invest. There are lots of things you can invest in. And if you invest in, you'll get them. But you've got to be willing to invest. And you need to know that the potential is already within you. That there's, uh, there's nothing, there's nothing, don't, don't pursue, that's the Pesach message here. If you want freedom from yourself, stop pursuing things that are outside of you. And, and focus your ambition on what's inside of you, the potential that is inside of you already, because that's realizable. That you can become a bailim of, that you can become a master of. As long as you're pursuing something that's outside of you, then back to the Ibn Ezra yesterday, then you're, then you're an Eved, then you're a slave, then you haven't freed yourself from what you really could have. Turn your focus during Pesach, turn your focus to your essence, to your interiority. Find what's in you. As the Maharal says, find your own Shlemus. And there you should focus all your attention because everything you need and everything you crave is either already within you or within your reach if you're willing to invest. 